Hello, and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 116. James, this is like uh, if a 100-year-old had a sweet 16. What, what do you think it's like? Is it like a... Is it just... Oh, they're probably not doing much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to go with for that one. Anyway, I'm your host, Cameron Schuster, and with me is... James Seelig. And uh, this is another pre-recorded episode this is actually just recorded after our destiny centric episode 114 on the uh, 29th of august and uh we had to refuel a bit before this one i like ate some leftover pizza really fast because i was starving and uh let some air in because it's like a heat box when i'm just closing all the doors and windows and everything just so i can keep things silent in here and whatnot but uh there's a couple things i didn't talk about the last episode that i wanted to say first Dude, did, I, did you know I got to see uh, Weezer, Fallout Boy, and Green Day a couple nights ago? You mentioned uh, in, I don't know if it was on podcast or, or before one of our previous podcasts that you had tickets to that. And I was like, that's an amazing lineup. Dude, it was, I'm officially a Fallout Boy fan now, I think. Uh, I love, I was like, Dude, these guys are fit. They had a piano that was on fire. And their guitar also shot out fire. And I was like, this is Interesting. insane. Yeah. And then, of course, Weezer was really good. And they did a cover of Africa, which I was not expecting. And, you know, Green Day was the big one there. They're apparently the one that put the whole thing together, I'm assuming, because they were a lot longer than everyone else. And they were phenomenal. I loved it so much. They did such a good job. And I was surprised how many songs I knew because I honestly, I just went to go. I wasn't a big fan of the three bands. I was just like, oh, it seems like something fun I could go to. And I was like, hey, I know like a bunch of these singles. I did not know that I knew (laughs) that many songs that they did. And I was quite shocked, pleasantly surprised, I guess you could say. I kept looking at my friend going, wait, this is their song? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, huh, huh, how interesting. Wow. But God, it was great. And uh, I'm glad... It was two nights ago because yesterday I had like no voice in the morning. So because from all the shouting, it was like, let me hear you scream. We're like, ah! yeah. So I'm, I'm glad I got to reload my voice. It's very nice. Um, and then one other big thing happened, James. For July and August, I went into Animal Crossing and I got the last two beetles I needed from that Northern Hemisphere time frame. The giraffe and golden stag beetles, which are fucking impossible to find, and I did it. I fucking did it. I feel very happy right now. Nice. So your collection's done? No. No, <laughs> I'm not. It's not. It, it's very close. The The fish and the bugs are, like, nearly there. It's, like, less than six each. I think it's, like, four to five for each one or something, maybe less. Uh, there's only two things I'm missing currently that I can get right now, and it's that stupid fucking giant trevole that's one of the pure fish. And then uh, the cicada shell, which doesn't spawn at all because of all the other bugs that spawn. And everyone says the best opportunity is at night when it's raining or just when it's raining in general, because then no other bugs are spawning. But that one spawns either way and it doesn't even fly away because there's no wings. It's just the shell. Yeah. It's not catching. It's not the hard part. It's just that when it actually spawns into your game is the hard part. Uh, so I have to ch- I keep forgetting to check every day. But I'm going to check later today to see if it's raining in my island. And I hope it is. Uh, but I'll, I'll check until... I think I have... Oh, fuck. I have two more days after this. So I hope it rains one of these three days so I can get the stupid-ass fucking shell. We'll see. But that's uh, 
that's that's what's been going on with me. Anything with you, James? Uh, no. I mean, I'm gonna try to keep up with Destiny's season as it's going, but like, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> uh, really bad with this, bro. I I don't know. Like, I mentioned it on oh, I guess episode 113 that, or maybe it was 115 that we were recording. Uh, I. Wait, are we on 115? You're talking about Calamity? Yeah, I started started playing Age of Calamity again, and I'm still kind of into that, and I might be very close to done with the main story, uh, but it's... I'm having that thing where, like, I want to do all the side quests first before I actually finish the story. Mm, I know that But we'll see. Uh, I'm actually really surprised, like, the amount of characters that they pulled from Breath of the Wild and just, like... How, like all the different characters that they included that you could play as like i was expecting link and like the 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 four champions in like maybe zelda and sheik also makes no not sheik um impa also makes sense but then there's also like a couple champion uh, like characters from the future that i'm just like wait what how are they here <laughs> like i'm from the year from the future <laughs> yeah then like all of a sudden i just unlocked one of the like 10,000 year olds like uh chic uh or chica um mummies that you could play as and i was like well i thought these things were dead like what <laughs> and uh i also unlocked the uh the great fairies like you they're all combined into like one kind of one character to play as at the same time and it's just super weird but yeah that's the that's the main thing i've been playing in my free time okay cool and this is of course sutra's side talk the weekly show where we talk about what we've been watching and what we've been playing and also two news topics that we'll go in depth on usually in the beginning this week of course since it's a pre-recorded episode and way before any of the news is coming out for this week it's just uh playing and watch stuff and with that said uh this plan for this episode is uh since i'm still catching up i'm still fucking catching up uh, I'll do three things and then James will do a thing and then we'll kind of keep knocking it back and forth until we stop for this episode. With that said, James, are you ready to dive in? I am. All right. So I'm going to knock out. Luckily, my game list is nearly done. I have like two things I'm completely finished with that I can talk about. Only one this time, though, and it's Days Gone, which, James, you've previously talked about here. Yeah, I. it was like the first game and I think at this point still the only game that i actually took like notes on while i was playing because i was like i want to say exactly why i have problems with this game (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's not terrible it's just like it's so close to being really good that you 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 want to give it that constructive criticism that'll never be heard because sony's like we're not gonna do a number two. Yeah, they they threw, they uh, rejected the pitch that Sony Ben gave them for Days Gone too. But yeah. yeah, I played it. it. <laughs> so I actually I liked it a lot. I platinumed it. Uh, I stuck with it enough to platinum it, and it was it was really good. I really enjoyed it. It had some issues, of course, like the ones you talked about. If you guys want to go back to uh, whatever episode that was, I honestly don't even remember what it was anymore. It's been so long uh way before 100 i can say that for sure Um, yeah my main complaints were just like the tedium of make it getting however many different currencies there were for each faction instead of there just being a unified currency it just it made sense thematically for the world but it just didn't 
feel good as a video game mechanic? It so for me, I as going through it, I really first things first. I really love the motorcycle mechanics. I love the motorcycle. It's a great oh, yeah, vehicle driving to ride. Is super fun. Yeah, it was really fun to utilize that. Uh, the shooting was fine. The everything else like the sneaking was good. I really just thought they did a good job. It wasn't anything super special, but it was functional, and I enjoyed what I had with it. The currencies, I think, would be a detriment for the player if they're trying to just, like, get everything done, unlock everything, and just have it all done, which, if you're trying to do that, I could see how that could be very frustrating, because you can't until you progress further through a specific camp, since, yeah, they all have uh, conflicting currencies, so one won't work for the other necessarily, and whatnot, but... I didn't have, I don't think I had as many issues as you did with it, just because as I was going through it, I was like, okay, I'll get back to this upgrade later when I get to this point. I just kept making sure I stayed busy with something that I was doing. And I I, I guess it was annoying usually if it was like trying to do one of those hard to reach Nero uh, Intel pieces that you needed and you need to do like certain things with your motorcycle to get to those points. Uh, So... I'd be like, oh, well, what do I have to do to get that? And it's like, oh, rank up with this place. And I'm like, fuck. Okay, yeah. So that was, that part I did find annoying usually because I couldn't do all the side stuff first necessarily as much as I wanted. But uh, the story itself. So, okay, my problem, <laughs> my, my problem was the characters mainly. Yeah. Like, it didn't, like, uh, what was his name? Um, Shit, what's his name, main character? Deacon St. John? Deacon Deacon St. John, my boy. And his best friend, Boozer. Boozer. I gotta look up. All right, so this is why I was kind of... I felt it was obnoxious. And it was because each time you're going on the radio, Deacon was just always so... He hates everything. Yeah. He fucking hates. Hey, what do you, what do you need? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Sure. Yeah. Fine. I'll do that. All right. Bye. Oh, hey. Yeah. I did the thing. All right. Cool. All right. Great. Hey. Yeah. I. I'll do that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Bo- Boozer. What What do you need, man? What's going What's going on? And it's just like he sounded like he hated every single thing. It was fucking happening. There was zero. There was like no humor whatsoever. Like at least if there's a, a character that seems downright fucking depressed and doesn't give a shit about anything or anyone practically, even though, you know, they do to an extent, like at least have them make some like, you know, those depressing comedians that are comedians in modern day where they're like, you know, they're funny. And then you see the backstory and you're like, oh, you're a depressing person. It's like yeah. that. <laughs> like, at least have them make some shitty humor that you could be like, oh, OK, cool. But instead, it was just like full on like, oh, man, what a downer, man. I'm riding this motorcycle with this dude. that's like a complete bummer. And Boozer. Oh, my God. Boozer was Boozer's Boozer. And I couldn't, I can't, I just always cracked up with the name Boozer the whole fucking yeah, time. It's so hard to take this, like this dramatic game seriously when one of the characters is named Boozer and they never tell you his like, Hey, Boozer. Original name. Yeah. It's just yeah. Like he, he, it's, it's like they literally didn't even bother to make like a legal name for him. It's just, he is just Boozer. That's just him. The whole thing with it is. 
he, you know, MCs have nicknames for everyone. If you watch Sons of yeah. Anarchy, there's a guy named Juice and Tig and Chips and stuff like that. And you're like, okay, cool. But it's just like Boozer seems so, even for a biker, generic. Like, it's just like the overly generic one where it's it like, really hey, does. don't yeah. all bikers drink a lot? Yeah, let's call this one Boozer. And it's like, it's like his superpower is being normal. <laughs> It's yeah. like, dude, it, that's everyone fucking drinks. What makes you so special that you drink? Like, is there some crazy drinking story you did that you're like a fucking legend? That you're a booze hound or yeah, something? You, like, what was you it? Never, yeah, you never even learn, like, the, the history of, like, how he got that name. It's just... Yeah. He's just called Boozer from start to finish. But he... He's... Yeah, he's very... Like, aside from the name, he's an okay character. I like when they get him the dog and everything else. That's, like, enjoyable and stuff. Yeah. I, honestly, he was more interesting when he becomes incapacitated. Like, where he's yeah. just at Mike's camp after that. Like, that was probably the best version of Boozer. Otherwise, before that, he's just, like, a dude who's, like, hallucinating and, like, I fucking lost my arm. I don't know what's going on or anything. Yeah. Or my, my arm's well, burning up and shit. Dude, he was dying of blood poisoning for, like, a while. Yeah. And the other characters were cool. I thought they were fine. They like they had still weird tendencies where I don't know. It felt like that kind of thing where the game does feel like it's a gener- generation behind in terms of character style, yeah. where they aren't fully developed. Like you play, it, it, I hate to compare it, but it's like you play Uncharted or The Last of Us or even to a le- much lesser extent horizon because they also needed to do a lot of work with their characters too but like uh god of war and stuff like they're just so fully developed you feel like it's full-on conversations where it doesn't feel not cringy but like i don't know it feels like a weird like thing that a kid might enjoy because they don't fully need to understand things so they're like oh it's yeah. fine you don't have to really care too much but i did see that and i was like okay that's like the main fix the characters for next time and probably fix the currencies a little bit and you'd have a great game like nothing else is that bad for it like everything else is pretty enjoyable and i will say though the length because it's not the longest game but it tricks you and it tricks you really well where it did something that i i didn't i knew you were talking about something but i didn't really know what you were talking about until it happened and it was like, oh, or there's like a whole second half of the game and you're just like, well, there's more. I I get through everything and I'm like, I leveled up all the camps except for some reason. Um, what's his face? Uh, who is the gun nut? Uh, yeah, the, the guy that you start with. I forget his name. I it's not, like not big it's, Mike. It's at the top of my tongue. Uh, it starts with a C, I think. Crap, I had it. I could hear him talking about it on the radio, too. It's, like, right there, and the name just bleeps, but I hear everything else mm-hmm. for some reason. It's so fucking weird. Anyway, okay. Uh, there is, like, that place. and st- uh, Like, for some reason, he... Uh, you don't finish all the stuff with him. Like, it's stuff that, like, you don't get to until way later, and then it activates, and you, like, go and do the quest for them and stuff. Uh, yeah. I think it's, like, that last uh, Freaker Bear you have to like go save the the motorcycle engineer guy mechanic yeah i think so yeah so it's like it's that thing and it's all cool and the what are the so the freakers were the zombies and then you had the 
who are the enemies who were insane with the they kept tearing their skin off oh, and shit or whatever. Ooh, oh, I literally I totally forgot about them and that storyline just kind of like ends and never comes back. It ends so abruptly, especially when you learn their leader oh, is man. just a you're fucking a dude that you like you beat up when yeah, you're like still a, in he's the like MC. a dude that used to be in your MC and you like ejected him because he was a dick or whatever. Yeah, and he's just like now I'm even more of a dick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I like the I like the voice you give for him. That's uh, that's like, pretty enjoyable. Yeah, I I honestly I can't the the rippers. That's what it was. It was the rippers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which like yeah. it was supposed it wasn't supposed to be rippers and like ripping flesh or whatever. It's like literally like rippers, and it's just like what the fuck is this game? <laughs> it's it's so fucking funny. And uh, after you destroy that whole fucking ripper area, which I was like really with uh schizo schizo yeah <laughs> fucking schizo oh my god schizo i was like okay so this is a this dude who seems dude, like I love he's like streets. a socal dude who's like just happens to be an orion <laughs> what's even better about it is the fact that apparently he's like he was well off and he actually was like he he was going to school and everything like he he actually like had a degree and all this stuff and he chose to like be street style <laughs> when he went uh, up there it's so oh, weird that was so good but Sch- schizo oh he he was a very interesting very interesting character to say the least and when he gets away and you're just like okay whatever like he's gone and you're like, I'm going to go find Sarah and you go over the, the fucking thing and you see the second half. And, and I'm it's like, like oh, it's not like that big, tw- right? It's a mini area, right? And it's like, no, there's two encampments and one's a lot bigger than the other. And you actually have to do missions for both of those. And I'm like, yeah, which made no sense to me because it's the same faction. I don't understand. I, I wait. So. Because they're both the, to, the military. How many hordes are there? Triple the amount here than there were at the other places. Yeah. Wait, so I have to... This game's not over yet? It's not, no, there's it's like, still going. And I'm like, there's like literally fuck. almost another half of the game. Like when you think it's done, it's like, no, there's another like 10 hours at least. I was not, I was not ready. I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. And it's I like, did yeah. it. And I got, I got back into it again. And I, I will say like killing hordes is incredibly fun that is oh, the best yeah. part of the game best part of the game was killing absolutely the once you get all your equipment and shit and you you could actually take out a decent amount of zombies in with like one i guess um like once you're like fully loaded and stuff it is incredibly fun to just like mow down hundreds of zombies at once yeah I, there were some hordes i kept looking for and then i'm like i i know it's supposed to be here i, I read the thing and then I go online and they go, oh, no, 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 no. You have to do these things first before that horde spawns. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I was like yeah. wasting 20 minutes looking for some horde. And I'm just like, God damn it. But oh, my God. Just when you're you're, you're like, oh, I'm going to shoot a few and see if I could take them out silently. Oh, they see me. OK, well, I've implanted all these bombs everywhere. OK, they're starting to blow up the bombs. And I just have to keep running. And now uh, there's some Molotovs. Oh, I accidentally caught myself on fire. <laughs> uh, it's it's so much fun. I was having a great time with all of that. Like, it, it really is a fun game. And they have something really good there. 
And it is really sad that we're not going to see a second one, at least for now. Like, I know Sony rejected yeah. it. And Sony Bend is now making a new IP. What if they do such a good job, they can go back and go, oh, we fixed this and this and this. We make a new pitch for two. Will you let us do it now? That would be cool. Because I honestly yeah. don't think they should give up on it. Like, on one hand, I can see this game ending where it is. It does have, like, a good concrete ending for the most part where you feel like, oh, they're going to rebuild society. They're going to do a good job. They know what they're doing here. On the other side, you go, oh, they're evolving and shit. And it turns out that whole time the guy you're working with is, like, a infected thing. And it's like, what does yeah. this mean? Is he your enemy? Is he not your enemy? I don't understand what's happening. Are we fighting superhuman soldiers now? Like, what, what exactly does this? It leaves so many questions that you want answered. And luckily... If it was, like, something, if they really, really put a lot into, like, the lore of this world and stuff like that, it would be much more um, of a loss, I think. But because, like, it's a, I would more or less say average game for the most part, it doesn't harm too much that we don't get a sequel. Like, it's not my end-all be-all where I'm like, fuck, yeah. of all the things, like, this is the one I wanted to come back. Like, it's like, if I had to choose between, let's say, Resistance 4 and Days Gone 2, you Bet your ass I'm probably going to pick Resistance 4, obviously. Probably. But it's still something I would like to see come back in the future. Uh, otherwise, honestly, like, it it still is worth playing. If you haven't played it and you have access yeah. to it, definitely play it. If you want to buy it, I think it's still worth playing. I just think you should wait till it's like $30 or under. Yeah, I got it at 30 bucks, I think, on, on sale and was like happy with it at that point but if i had spent like a whole 60 bucks on it when it first oh came i pre-ordered it uh yeah <laughs> i was I fine with that. i was like... happy to give them my money honestly because they had bought enough goodwill where i really like resistance retribution was so phenomenal and uncharted golden abyss was such a good time too like i they gave me no reason not to pre-order and yeah. even with the way that game went if they did say they were making a days gone 2 or whatever that new ip would be i probably will still buy it uh day one or pre-order it like i don't see why i wouldn't because yeah. ben just it's also i'd like to i don't want to say i'm giving them a pass but i'd like to say like their last games were all portable this is their first console game in a very long time since the ps2 yeah so you should keep and, that in mind as well yeah for me i i think where i'm most disappointed about their at least for now not being a sequel it's just like all of my and your complaints are things that are like easily fixed. It's just yeah. like, oh, just don't do a bunch of different reputation levels for different um, different camps and different uh, currencies. Like, just do one type of currency that like everyone takes or something. And, like that. and better like, character personalities, please. <laughs> and yeah, and, and it's just like it's. Which they so, could do, because he has Sarah back, and he's, like, whole all happy now, so you can make him be yeah. a completely different character now. And, like, they, they set up such interesting cliffhangers uh, for the end of this, the first game, that I was just, like, I can see where they could go for the second game, and I could see how, like, if they make these, like, minor adjustments that were just, like, not deal breakers, but just frustrating and annoying things for this game like they i honestly think that days gone 2 could have been mark copeland really, that really was his good. name copeland's camp oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. i, I went to the wiggy 
So I'm kind of with you where like, it's not, you know, the worst. Like if we never get a Days Gone 2, I won't like cry about it. But it definitely is a little bit disappointing that like it could be good too. But yeah, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. But that's all I got on it. I didn't want to go too much overboard with it. Uh, Moving on. Uh, two, let's see, I got a show and a movie. So the first show, Mayans Season 3. So I've been, you know, I told people before, I'm, I loved, I really enjoyed Sons of Anarchy, and I'm really liking the Mayans uh, show, the MC and stuff. They do a really cool job with the characters where you have the whole, not cartel, but and I don't know if you'd call them guerrilla fighters or like an anti-cartel, but it's like the child army that's been fighting the cartel this whole time uh, kind of went south with their shit because their main leader was imprisoned at the end of the last season. And she gets out and she like goes and finds them and they're all like fucking up. Her right hand guy did some fucked up shit where he was impregnating like the younger girls and taking advantage of his power. And so she's like, you know, I love you, and you were a good guy in the last couple seasons, but I need to kill you now because you're fucking up pretty badly. And you're also being a very, very poor example to the other males that are in our movement, because then they'll think of doing the same thing and taking advantage of the girls, so you need to die. And, dude, it's crazy, because the whole time, this dude seems like a good guy in the first few seasons, which, you know, I think it's a great... um. Meta, not metaphor but like example of just like you know in regular shit in real life you think oh this dude's a good dude and it turns out it's like oh he's done some fucked up uh, shit just like behind a bunch closed of doors he's a monster yes so it's that whole thing and i did like the way they tackled that at least when they take it's it's something where he wasn't a big enough character that you'd care they'd turn bad or not bad but like do some stupid fucked up shit so it does really, they do a good job in, in terms of that, for sure. And Easy is getting a girlfriend, and they go through this full-on, like, arc of them together. And they keep growing together. And she's leaving the town to go on a, like, nursing school thing. And he's going to go with her. He's going to forsaken everything he has there, the club, all this other stuff. In which, like, before he does it, he's like, I'm going to make sure I have a lot of goodwill with the club. And he helps like other chapters who are hurting really badly because there's like all this shit the the big i forgot the big thing about this season is the border shit in real life the whole thing with the border being closed and like all the shit happening they're like oh yeah everything's been watched right now so we can't cross or do all the stuff we'd normally do and it's basically holding up all the money we're making and a lot of the members of the club that are in prison are basically paying for it now because then other people they're paying are like their people in prison are basically like oh if they're not doing this shit let's just start killing them all off so all the ones in prisons are getting got practically uh until like they can fix everything and they finally do but the issue is like there's a rival group of guys that have history with like the mayans vp guy who's like the they're like what was it? he had a gay relationship with the other leader's brother and the other leader was like one of those like, I guess, ultra-religious guys, so he kills his own brother for being gay. Oh, damn. And then, like, hates the other guy, because he's like, oh, you're also gay, and no one else knows it, though. 
like only he knows it. It was like a whole thing where they grew up in the past, like together and stuff. And so the VP starts a whole beef with them and kind of uh, is the mastermind behind it because he wants revenge for the his boyfriend, like the guy he loved that was killed. And it causes like a whole thing where the other Mayan leaders are starting to question the main chapter we're watching here. The whole thing with them is they have three kings and it's like, oh, with these three kings, a lot of things are decided. There's other minor chapters and they'll answer to these three big guys. And Bishop, who is like the main one we're following this whole time, has to now try to dethrone the other two because they keep fucking with him and being like, oh, if you guys don't fix your shit, uh, we're going to kind of push you out. And the whole issue is like they're the ones that do everything. They're the ones that get everything over the border. So without them, everything also falls apart at the same time. So they're like, all right, fuck this three king shit. We're going to try to uh, make it so I'm the only king. And eventually they, they kill off one of the other kings. And they're starting to see like a lot of Mayan infighting. Like you're basically getting a whole Mayan civil war unfold within the season to the point where the season ends with them uh, killing like the other. They literally take out the leader of the other chapter that is helping the the one we've been following this whole time santo padre and when they kill off that dude they're like oh so the other king you guys tried to assassinate isn't dead and he knows so now he's rallying every single uh -oh. chapter and we're all gonna come to your place and kill you all now and that's where the season ends and you're just like oh my god <laughs> so you have literally all these mayans from all these different chapters coming to kill them and uh when it ends, you have the VP killing himself because he's like, hey, I'm sorry we put I put our club through all of this and I know I shouldn't live after all of it, so I'm going to kill myself to make up for it. And so you have all that happening. You have Easy who was going to leave everything and then his own father convinces his girlfriend to leave without him because he says there's a darkness in him that she'll never be able to fix and it'll be a threat to her for her life. Just like uh, He's basically saying that the same thing happened to me and that's what got my wife killed. And I don't want that to happen to you with Easy, so you should leave him. And so Easy's like, oh, I have nothing left to live for. Oh shit, there's a bunch of dudes at the gate. I'm gonna get my gun ready and shoot at them when they come through. <laughs> and it's it's so fucking crazy. Like there's all this stuff. There's a lot of development with his brother, Angel, who has the whole thing is he has a relationship and a kid with the leader of that resistance group. And that kid was taken from them. And given like a new family somewhere and they'll never find that kid and so like they both kind of split up like he tries to keep her together but she's like i lost that kid and i was in that detention center for so long which you know is another thing where they're like you know detaining people immigrants and stuff and like holding them in places they try to kind of tackle that uh mm -hmm. medium too but they have her do the rebel shit uh angel finds a new girl who also now is pregnant so there's like all <laughs> he just keeps getting girls pregnant and there's even like one character coco who's like a retired marine sniper he was like a former marine sniper who is part of the club and the previous season he got blinded by something temporarily and so he's taking drugs to get better and i think it was like oxycontin or something and it got him addicted Kind of like the current opium epidemic. Uh, and so okay. he's dealing with that shit. And he gets he basically gets indentured to this like trailer park drug group who are insane. And they get him addicted on worse shit. Like I think it was heroin. 
And so, like, he's fucking with his own club to the point where they kick him out. And I think one of them rescues him because he's literally, like, held prisoner hanging there at one point. Uh, so they really tackle a lot of different things at the same time. Border shit, drugs, um, <laughs> relationships and stuff. And you have the cartel the whole time now losing foothold to this new young cartel. And at the end, um, I think her name is Emily. She's like JD's, uh, not JD, the, the actor's name is JD. Uh, Easy's like old girlfriend and she's been married to the cartel leader and had, they have a kid. She actually ends up leaving him and going to her sister's place. And like he, and this is at the point where he was getting arrested by feds. They finally had enough with him and they were going to take him down. So he's on the run now. And it's very interesting where it went from like, he's the main dude with power to the point where he found out. Cause the whole thing is his, uh, he's unraveling this whole season because his mom was killed by easy and angel. And I think it was actually easy specifically that killed her. Uh, cause she told him to, cause she's the reason that their mom was killed in the first place. So, uh, he ends up like starting to kill his own people because he wants to figure out whose fault it was that she died to the point where she has like the old, um, MC president. He's like, I need you to go kill easy. Cause I feel like he had something to do with all of this. And so that's like the breaking point for his head of everything who is also like, well, I used to work with this club. I used to run this club. I founded this club. Why would I? Th like, he's like, I really like this kid. I don't think I'm going to kill this kid. To the point where, like, uh, the drug lord's best friend is there too. And he's like, we have to kill this guy. And he's like, so are you his bitch or do you have your own mind? Because if you have your own mind, you're not going to do this because there's no point. And you've seen what he's been doing. So they basically, like... <laughs> It's like this whole thing where this dude's about to get arrested. He gets away and he's like, well, where's my people and where's my wife? And it's like, they all left you because you've been fucking up this whole time. So it's like this whole thing where he's on the run. And I'm very curious because now season four feels like it's going to be a whole Mayan civil war. And it's going to be him kind of building back up. And it's going to be him kind of re-entering the drug war at the end of that season. So they kind of have like a two season story unfolding here that you can kind of tell is going to be happening. They could definitely knock it all out on one but it's just really cool the way they've been doing it and sorry it's been a while since i watched it so i'm trying to remember like all the names and stuff and that kind of slowed me down a bit there but yeah mine season three really fucking good i'm really enjoying it and it hasn't lost any momentum to me yet Whew. all right and last thing Pulgasari short it's a north korean movie North Korean, not South Korean, North Korean. It's a North Korean monster oh, movie. Oh, yeah, that totally went wrong. <laughs> I was waiting. You, didn't, you like so planned, like, okay, sure. And I'm like, I don't think you heard my what I said. Interesting. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was made in like the early 80s, and it's like a giant bull that is created by these people that are being oppressed by like this military group or something. And it's about the peep. It's very North Korean where you're like, the people have to rally together and stop this government or whatever to, to like really become like fully equal or something. But this giant bowl that's made out of like stone or something, they like kind of create it from nothing. It's like this small little thing and it keeps growing and growing and growing until it's like a massive building sized bowl. Man, it's like on two legs and it's just running around and shit weird okay. yeah just look up just look up images of polgasari it's not it'll be very interesting if you see it uh it's so it's big enough to the point mondo actually made some figures recently uh which has been very i'm very curious how they got the license because i'm like well it's a north korean movie did you have to get the license from them 
or did you go well it's north korea who cares what they think let's make the figure <laughs> like it i don't know how they're gonna stop us it's one of those things but the movie itself is very it, it's kind of funny because it's aged oh, a bit bull i thought you were saying bowl like bowl that you like eat out of and i was no like, like a weird. bowl like a okay pull sorry the iron bowl yeah yeah so it's like a kaiju movie yes that's how we were doing it for thursdays and i was like let's knock this movie out because fuck it let's check it out it's very silly uh-huh. like it's not they try to be serious but it, the way the acting is you know it's kind of hilarious a bit and the, the the design of the monster is honestly really good like it's actually yeah, a really cool, cool looking monster the whole time and I can't remember already. Like, I think he dies at the end, but the whole thing is, like, he's tied to a specific woman who I believe may have died at the end to end the curse of the bull. It was either that or she asks him to basically cease existence because once they take down the enemies, then they're like, oh, we have to keep feeding this bull all of our metal and we can't afford to, so maybe we should try to kill the bull now. And it's just funny how it's like, it's kind of a, it almost felt like Rambo, where the bull's like Rambo, where it's like, hey, let's use this guy. Uh, we shouldn't use this guy anymore. He's kind of our enemy now. Let's get rid of this guy now that we finished using him up. And it's like, it's like that kind of feeling, except it's mm. a North Korean bull that's a giant monster. So a little bit different than Rambo, I would say. Just a little bit. Overall, funny movie. Great time. Great design of a kaiju. So if you're looking for like a random kaiju movie, and you're looking for probably the only North Korean movie you'll probably ever watch. This is it. <laughs> that's it. That's that's all I got to say on that movie. Nothing else. All right, your turn. Uh, uh, in an attempt to keep helping you out with your list. Thank you. Uh, a while ago, and like you actually watched the whole series at this point, but a while ago I got around to watching the second season of Primal because they, they added it to uh, HBO Max. So it's still technically all season one. Yeah, that was like part two. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because it ends with uh, what's her face being taken by those people, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So it's still season one. Dude. Okay. So, Gendy Tartakovsky's Primal is like it. It is amazing. Like, I I've gotten a little bit into Samurai Jack. I haven't gotten too far in still. Uh, I keep like starting and stopping it. So I, I don't really have that like nostalgia for Gendy Tartakovsky's uh, animation style. So this is like the first thing of his that I really got into. And I mean, one of the things that keeps impressing me about this show is that like there's basically no dialogue, like no spoken word. It's all just like like dinosaurs roaring and like the the mo- the closest you get to speaking is like speared. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot that they did have a little bit of that. I totally forgot about the uh, the the slave of the uh, Mira. scorpion, but like, yeah, yeah like uh, so Spear, who is like th- the the two main characters are like the dinosaur and, Spear and, and the Fang. man, and yeah, like you never really get their names, but like they're just kind of called Spear and Fang because that's their like most defining features is like spear hunts with with a spear and fang is like a t-rex with like one obvious fang and stuff like that uh and so and spear doesn't really talk he just like grunts a bunch yeah and it's it's so impressive to me how much emotion that Gendy tartakovsky was able to put into this show with like no dialogue in one of the episodes that really really 
uh, highlighted that for me uh, in like, I think it was the first half of the season was the, the mammoth episode where like it starts off and there's like a blizzard going on. And this one old sickly mammoth uh, gets like lost and broken off from its, its uh, pack or its, its herd. And it's like crying out in the, in the uh, blizzard, like hoping that it's, it's, uh, I literally just said it. It's um, heard will, like, yeah, her, will her, like her. hear it again. And so it like, it just kind of keeps going and eventually spear and Fang take it out and, you know, they, they eat it and they use it for, you know, um, warmth. It's, it's like for to keep it warm. And it's like, it's, it's literally, it's nothing personal for them. It's just survival survival and i did then, like the, also that wagon he creates out of it like he makes a, a yeah, sled and has yeah it so they can keep holding the meat yeah i thought that was super cool but but like the thing at the end of the episode was like the the mammoths come back they 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 try to track down their lost member and they find out what spear did and like spear is trying to protect fang because it's still like super fucked up from like one of their previous battles and uh he, like spear is very close to losing this battle until he finally realizes like somehow he realizes that they're not really trying to kill him and fang they just they seem to just want like what's left of their family member back yeah and so he gives them its skull and they take the skull and they leave and they bring it to the elephant graveyard which is really cool and there's this like really sad music playing and they all like they just use their t- uh, trunk to touch the the skull like one last time as like a goodbye. And like, I don't know, it, it really struck me that like he was that they were able to put so much emotion into this scene where like these animals can't even speak, but like they have rituals and they have like ways that they say goodbye to the ones that they loved. And like then that's just one episode yeah and like easily one of my favorite episodes was the um uh the the terror of the blood moon or whatever it was called like the one with like the zombie brontosaurus thing which was like oh my god terrifying so cool i don't think that was the blood moon one that was that uh invisible one that kept killing everything at night uh oh yeah the bats thing oh god that was super creepy that was so and then like dude like the the scene where that one was Spear. the plague. It was either called the plague or like the something like that. It was and a then, seropod though, yeah. Yeah, and then like the that one episode where uh Fang gets ca- uh, kidnapped by the like ape men and they're doing this like ritual to just like hulk out and just destroy Oh yeah, that's what how Fang got hurt uh or whatever and like yeah, they beat the shit out they of literally her. break its leg or her yeah. leg and just like uh then like the moment where spear just takes like all of that hulk out juice and just destroys all of them because like fang is the only family he has left yeah and he's like i don't care what happens to me i'm going to avenge fang i just love that all of those monkeys attempt to fight him and they all die yeah. And it's like incredibly one. grotesque, and I'm like, shouldn't have fuck with them though, you know. And that's the <laughs> play, other thing. Play dumb, play dumb like, games, win stupid prizes. Yeah, not only is this show like incredibly emotional at times, but it's also extremely violent. It's amazing. It's it's like 
Tarkovsky not holding back, which, you know, this is the guy that made Powerpuff Girls, and then he made uh, the Star Wars Clone Wars micro series, yeah. which is still like the best Star Wars for me practically. And then uh, he did Samurai Jack, and you know that final season is the closest thing we have to this. But he kind of doubles down. I mean, no, he doubles backward. He kind of goes backwards, unfortunately, and that's what is the undoing of like that final season where. You know, the first three episodes are so fantastic and it's like growing up where it's like, oh shit, he killed someone that's not a robot. And it's like, sometimes you just have to get these things done. Like these things need to be done. And you're like, oh shit, the show's growing up. And then it goes completely backwards and like goes the opposite direction. You're just like, fuck, this final season sucks ass. And uh, yeah, the first three episodes, 10 out of 10. After that, complete downhill disaster. But Mm -hmm. uh, Primal is like amazing redemption where you're like oh thank god he's doing something better and it's so good how much stories told without any dialogue and how each episode feels completely different whether it's yeah you know how much can you do with a t-rex that eats stuff and a guy that throws up spirits yeah, you're right and there's a surprising amount of variety in each episode yeah, and different characters, whether it's, like, different species or... Yeah, and then, like, at the very end, when you come across the, like, the slave woman who, like, it's clear evidence that there's, like, actually civilization out there somewhere. Yeah. And she can speak. She has a name. And she can pray. <laughs> yeah. She's doing all the prayer stuff and everything. So we're going to get more of that, too. And I'm, I'm very curious what season two will be like because it's like will it be more focused now on this human island or wherever these humans come from or will there still be like dinosaur stuff like what are they gonna do because you know it's only 10 episodes per season but it's so god it's just such good quality everything about it's just high quality it's amazing Yeah. yeah very very glad i gave this a watch also, just the name Primal feels like such a perfect name for it, too. It and with the Y, it's so, so dope with the Y. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's only 10 episodes, and each episode is like 24 minutes or something. So you'll blast through it so fast. And, like, I haven't honestly heard one person that said one bad thing about it. Like, you really should watch yeah. this show. It's so fucking good. So good. Yeah. I guess my only complaint... You is son that, of a bitch. No, no, no. It's not really that much of a complaint, but it's like... It's one of those shows that you can't just like put off in the background to like listen to the story yeah, you have and to stuff. Yeah, pay full attention to it. it it's not a because CW. yeah because there's no dialogue. It's it's a purely visual show, so you you really have to pay attention to you it. You have to treat it like try. a you have to treat it like a a sub anime where you have to read yeah, the subtitles. Exactly. It's like you can't. It's like how are you gonna watch Demon Slayer and do something else when you have to read what they're saying? can't you can't because you can put on the terrible american voices which are terrible i don't want to ever do that dude i i literally watched i think the first couple minutes of demon slayer in on in english uh when i started watching on netflix and literally i could not stand tanjiro's voice and i was just like nope (laughs) can't believe you've done that Uh, all right is that it yeah, that's it for Primal. I like I can't recommend it highly enough. It's such a well done animation. Gotcha. Okay. Wow. I oh my god, I can blast through three more, three more. Th- I'm so excited. Okay. Oh, yeah, we're only like 50 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous season three. I don't understand why this show is so good. I don't I keep understand good things it. about it. I I still haven't gotten into it. It's you look at the animation. You look at 
that it's kids and you look at it, it's like it's a camp at Jurassic World and you're like, how is this supposed to be good? And then you watch it and you're like, why is this better than the actual Jurassic World movies? I didn't think that's possible. I mean, actually, it's pretty easily possible because those movies aren't really good at all. But the yeah it's like the first one is some good action but they they're playing off your nostalgia and then the second one is just fucking cartoon it's like a cartoon without being a cartoon it's it's ridiculous anyway this uh they continue it and they do such a good job here that they actually incorporate the beginning of the second movie where uh you've seen the second one right james ah uh, fallen it, kingdom i don't yeah think I did. it is the indoraptor I, I've watched a bunch of videos about it, so like I know basically what happened. I just didn't watch it because I didn't hear anything really like good I can't about you it. Never watched it. That's crazy. Okay, so the the beginning of the second movie has like this part where they go and it's like a prologue. They go and try to retrieve the uh, the uh, what's his fucking name? The Indominus Rex. That's what it was called. Mm, you know, yeah. they, they try to retrieve its DNA. Uh, I was about to say, like, I thought the thing was like super dead. Now, so they they go to do that, and there's like a guy getting chased by a T Rex at one by the T Rex at one point, and then he gets away onto the ladder. They get the what they need, and as they're leaving, they're like, "I did it. We didn't get caught by the T Rex." And then the Mosasaurus just jumps out of the water and just eats him. And then uh, the gate gets oh, left yeah. open and the Mosasaurus gets out. Yeah. So part of the show of this season uh, takes place at that point and they see people and they're like, oh my God, can you guys get us out of here? And they're Wait, like, these sure. kids have been stuck on the island the whole time. And they've been stuck since uh, they, the show starts with Jurassic World 1 where it's like, oh, the park's open and everyone's doing stuff. And in the middle of season one is when the events of the first movie happened. Oh my god, and they didn't get it, like, evacuated? They missed the evacuation at the end, so they got left behind, and season two is them trying to get out of the island, and, like, it's in between, basically, the first and second movie, where uh, there's, like, random people that come over there to... I forget if they're trying to hunt or something. It's basically, like, Big Game Hunter, where they're like, ooh, the most dangerous game or some shit. I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, the third season is taking place at the beginning of Jurassic World because they're still there. And you're getting closer. Like, I think the fourth season might be the final one because it's going to end with that, you know, I don't wait. So do you know that the island explodes like the, the volcano yeah. goes off? Yeah, so that's, like that's the whole point of the second movie. You're getting closer to that in uh, the next one basically and it's like oh shit this is gonna happen be prepared and i'm assuming that's what's gonna happen in season four like i don't see it going on for much longer because they've done a lot with the characters so far and they even introduce a new dinosaur that i forget what it's called and i don't think i can't remember if it was one or two of them if there were more than one it might have been two but they were this. There was these really cool ones that kind of they had like porcupine spikes that could shoot as like darts onto people or like dinosaurs and people, and it poisons them. And it actually hits one of the kids, and they have to like get them antidote from like the lab it came from. So there's like all this cool stuff they're doing with the show, and you have the honestly the kids are really smart, and they do a bunch of cool stuff with them. And it's like oh they have the you know the baby uh, stegosaurus or no it was a 
Ankylosaurus, and his name is like Bumpy, but now he's like a fully grown fucking Ankylosaurus. So it's just like this giant dinosaur that goes with them places and stuff. But the show is honestly just quality. I never expected it to be good quality, and they do a great job with it. The characters keep growing and building, and like you see different things about them. You find out a little bit more about their past, potentially like, oh, this one's got major dad issues and stuff, because you explore the penthouse where his dad worked. Or like the penthouse they lived in when his dad was there uh, on the island as like an executive guy or something and stuff like that. So they do all that kind of stuff there. And yeah, it's just more stuff, new dinosaurs. Honestly, the cool thing about this season was that there was new dinosaurs that you won't see in the movies. And it's only in this uh, season of show. That's cool. That they created for it. Yeah. So that was really cool. And then the fact that they're still tying in with the films afterwards too. And to know for sure that you're going to get more of that in the next season considering it'll basically take probably place full on when the island's going to explode. And potentially, I don't know if you will, I, I don't know if they'll even show the characters of like Bryce Dallas Howard and uh, Chris Pratt. I was like, fuck, what's his name? Uh, and like those other two people that I already forgot who they were. So you, you won't know them because they're only in the second movie. Uh, uh, they were like random activist people. Uh, they, were, they weren't that important, honestly. But... Maybe you'll see them the, in it. The kid that was in um, uh, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, yeah, whatever that kid's and name. And then is. the other one. <laughs> the other one was there. Yeah, whoever. I she just is. remember he was in like all the trailers for uh, uh, Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, he does the when, scream. He yeah, the scream. Like, ah! Yeah, that's it. That, that's it. That's the guy. <laughs> yeah. But overall, honestly, guys, uh, James, you should really check out the show because it's it's just a good time. It it really all is right. enjoyable. Uh, and then go watch Fallen Kingdom drunk too. We should do that. Just drink first. Yeah, that might be fun. Drunk. I've just like I. Like, I know all the story bits of that movie, but it's just every time I've heard it described to me, I'm just like, it sounds like you took uh, Jurassic Park, but just made it stupid. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. exactly what happens with it. Well, it's, it's like, fantastic. especially when you get to the point where the, the endoraptor is just like, for some reason, it doesn't just eat the girl in her bed. She's it's like literally like antagonizing her and just it's like. What is this thing? Is it a dinosaur? Is it or the boogeyman? Like, what the fuck so, are they doing? What I'd like to say is, I, I you'll enjoy it if you look at it as a comedy. Um, that's how. Well, oh, you have it. to. What with like the. It's scene like the predator. It's like the predator. The predator was like the best comedy of the year when it came out, and I was like, this is actually better yeah. than any actual comedy that came out that year. I just I know that there's a moment where the Endoraptor like fakes being dead or or unconscious in its cell and like some idiot tries to go into the cell to get oh, like a tooth no that james that is and it what? literally like that's it moves its tail behind the guy's shoulder to get him to like look away and then it the endoraptor literally looks at the camera and smiles and i'm just like what the fuck you is don't this understand movie? no james that is the best part of the fucking movie is that part because you have <laughs> that dude is like the hunter guy who was the one catching everything on the island. And he's like, he walks and he's like, where's my bonus? And he's like <laughs> waiting there. And he's like, well, well, I'm here. Let me see if this raptor is unconscious. Oh, it is cool. I like to take all the dinosaurs teeth as trophies. So I'm going to get this raptor's tooth. He goes in the cage and that's when the other tail moves. And the raptor literally, if you're in the theater, the raptor looks at the screen and goes, Hey kids, watch this. And <laughs> he fucking gets him. Yeah. I was laughing so hard in that scene i was like this is amazing 
whoever made this was amazing. Like, they did such a good job making that so fucking ridiculous. Like, it's not... You can't take that shit seriously. If you try to take that scene seriously, you're gonna throw yourself off a bridge or something. Because it's like just if, so ridiculous. If I watched that while, like, drunk or high, I would see that and be like, did I hallucinate that? Like, there's no way that actually happened. No, yeah, they they really just said, fuck it. Like, you guys wanna, <laughs> you want a dinosaur movie? We'll give you a fucking dinosaur movie. That's what happened with Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, check out the Netflix show. Black Lightning season four, the final season. Uh, this show. So Black Lightning does a good job here because it does something none of the other CW superhero shows does. It ends. Oh, really? Yeah, it stops and it goes, you know, if we did another season, we'd probably suck ass because that's potentially what could have happened. And you, you honestly start seeing it in this season. This is probably the worst season uh, of Black Lightning. I think season three, one and three are probably the best two. Uh, two is probably the third best. And then four is probably the worst of them. But it's not bad. But you could tell that it could have been worse. Like you could tell yeah. like the path it was going on. It just starts to decline in quality throughout they're, the show. They're starting to, yeah, they're start, you're feeling that decline uh, a lot more. And it, cause all right, you, you got like, oh, it's the same villain from the first season. And now he's doing some other shit here, trying to fuck everything up. And they take so long for anything to happen. It's like, oh, black lightning's not black lightning anymore. And everyone's getting pissed off at him for not being black lightning anymore. So eventually he becomes it again, but it takes like three episodes or four episodes or something. And there's only like 13 episodes in the season. And it just takes so long for anything to happen you have uh, Jennifer Pierce being recast in the movie in the show. So like this is what happens. The actress playing Jennifer, who's the younger daughter, who plays Lightning, is like, I want to do some other things. I don't want to be tied to the show forever. And she goes, I'm going to leave. So they're like, OK, well, we're, we're going to replace you then. And then right after they announce, oh, this is the final season and then she goes, uh, and she's oh, like, this is the final season? I didn't know that. Can I come back? <laughs> that That is weird. I guess that is, like, unfortunate that it maybe if they had told her that beforehand, it wouldn't have been so confusing. But... Do you know what they do? <laughs> do you know oh, what no. They do? What do they do? So she keeps getting... It's like she's getting high off her powers where she'll fly into the sky and just kind of unleash her lightning and stuff and just kind of float into stratosphere. She like basically goes, which one's is stratosphere? Like the one after the regular atmosphere where it's like higher. It's oh, like in between. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's like basically between earth and space. It's like that in between. Uh, um, so basically portion. she tries to go to like a safe distance and she's just like, yeah, lightning. Oh, it, it's, it's basically when she goes up there, She's able to do certain... It's like her powers change a bit and it feels different. And I guess she absorbs like the lightning that would normally, I guess, come Uh, from that height or something. And it goes to a point where then it absorbs her and she just disappears and turns into light particles. And they're like, oh God, our daughter's gone. So they go to get her back and she comes back as like a taller darker girl what <laughs> yes so i mean all right full, full so they literally full were disclosure like, here everyone reca- in this sh- so they did recast her yes but like and they're just like the reasoning is like oh she just came back different <laughs> i'm just like this is actually the definition of she just built different though 
<sighs> like, okay, like, obviously, you know, the Pierce family is all black. And it's black lightning. Like, that much is obvious, right? So, uh, when she goes up there, though, like, she's not... Like, it's straight up, she gets a darker skin tone. And also, she's... Like, the actress is darker skin tone, and she's much taller. Like, ridiculous. Like, Jennifer was probably... Like, noticeably sh- different. <laughs> yes, like, noticeably different. Like, Jennifer was um, probably the uh, the four. Like, uh, uh, Jefferson, Anissa, and... Uh, shit, how did I just forget their mom's name? But of the four of them, she's the shortest. And now, of the four of them, I think she's only shorter than maybe her dad where she was short she was much shorter than anissa and now she's like ridiculously taller than her older sister weird and she yeah and you're just like huh and when she comes back she's like it's they're like who are you and it's like it's it's me and then she looks in the mirror and she freaks out and she's like oh my god what the fuck (laughs) and they go through this whole thing where anissa and their mom kind of cult cope with it and go this is you know this is her jefferson literally is like this ain't my daughter and bounces what <laughs> it just says nah this this ain't her and um they have uh, another outsider's character grace who can kind of shapeshift into different she like has different specific people she'll shape shapeshift into like uh this old asian dude like she's basically a young asian girl and she can shapeshift into like an old asian guy uh, a, I forget if it's a jaguar or a leopard, but she can shapeshift into a cat as well. And I think there might be like one or two others, but like those are the main ones. And th- later on, like it's just either I'm a person or I'm a cat and it's one or the other usually. But she's like, hey, as someone who can speak of experience of basically changing identities, I understand what you're going through. So there's like a bit of like stuff going there and... It ends up at the end, like, throughout this whole series, there's, oh, I love this. So what they do with her, they rename her JJ because... They haven't renamed her? She has to go back to school, but she looks completely different. So they're like, oh, Oh. Jennifer went to study abroad. Here's our niece, JJ. That's so weird. And I'm like, what? (laughs) So they do that. And... They obviously have to make all this shit up because she left. So they had to recast her. And then she says, I want to come back. So they're like, okay, no problem. So what they do is at the end when all this shit's happening, like you basically have all these different battles going on. All the heroes are like doing stuff. For a certain period of time, they lose their powers. Like the Tobias Wells, the main guy, has like a power dampener. And then like he has specific um, like bands or something if you put it on your power is no longer dampened so he gives it to his people so now they can just hunt down like the pierce family and stuff and throughout all that fighting and everything the real jennifer reappears and goes you imposter you stole my family Whoa, and my wait, powers so it wasn't really his daughter they they so they go through all the this is the thing they go through all the trouble of convincing everyone that that's actually Jennifer to the point where like there's no like diabolical scheme or anything like there's no thing where it ends in the episode and she goes they believe me or anything like that she legitimately thinks she's the daughter you have that the whole time she literally comes out of the blue and goes hey it's me real Jennifer and she goes 
I'm ta- I'm the new Jennifer and I'm taking over blah 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 and you're like there's it's literally out of the blue like there's no t- there's no build up to it there's no tease they just do it to ba- basically bring her back in you know be like hey you've been in for three seasons you're still that's so we want weird. you back and <laughs> it's a whole thing of they went through all the trouble of having uh. Jefferson being like, I don't believe it to everyone being like, you're crazy. And he admits it. So ironically, they're like, hey, it's like the show is going, hey, Jefferson, you were right about not wanting to welcome your daughter back and everything else and not taking her in and eventually like folding. But like, you know, you wouldn't admit that was your daughter for a while. And then to be right that whole time and then basically double down. Like, it's just funny because then it's like, oh, he was right to do all of that because it wasn't her in the first place. (laughs) it's so so ridiculous and i'm like what the fuck but okay that couldn't be helped so i understood like you can't that i would say that stuff didn't necessarily damage the the show it was more so for what they wanted to do they took a long time to get it done where it didn't feel like it would take the whole season to do it it was, it's like, I, you knew they had to do that full season and it's not even 26 episodes like the other CW shows. It's like 13, but it felt like it could have been shorter with the amount they did. And that was the first hint that the show has run out of steam and you're mm. like, oh, we need to do something else to the point where, um, I think I've talked about it before. They were trying to do like a second gen of like CW shows where it's like spinoffs, like Superman and Lois was the spinoff of Supergirl ironically it's actually 20 times better than supergirl and it's actually probably the best cw show right now it's actually really fucking good like i actually think people should watch this show it's a good show and then again everything is in like the first two to three seasons uh that's usually how every cw show is and then once you hit season four you're like fuck this sucks but uh they did that with superman they were gonna have a green arrow and the canaries spinoff out of arrow and then that didn't the pilot got the they didn't even go through with it they said cancel it forget it uh i think they're still gonna do stuff with the character at least with his daughter from the future i think she'll be in a crossover but like they didn't do the show and there's nothing so far that's spinning out of the flash i think technically that was legends of tomorrow that that was like a spinoff of flash and arrow if anything but for black lightning they're like, let's do a spinoff called painkiller and i'm like what the fuck is painkiller like in terms of a comic book character i'm like i don't Maybe that is a comic character I don't know about. Like, I know Tattooed Man, but I don't know Painkiller. And uh, in the show, Painkiller is uh, the kid who was formerly Jennifer's uh, boyfriend, and he, like, went through some shit, and he has, like, two sides of him. One side is, like, uh, his regular version of himself that's very light and kind of like the yin. And then you have his Yang side, who was implanted by the American government as, like, an assassin. What? And he has one prime directive, and that is kill the Pierce family. And he never did it. So he's, like, this darker version who's, like... Like, it's the same guy. It's the same actor playing both. But the difference is, like, it's his name is Khalil. And the first, like, his main version is, like, talks regularly. He's like, yeah, I'm Khalil, blah, 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 blah. And then his Yang version is, like... You're of the dark version. <laughs> it's like literally they pitch shifted him where he's like a very deep voice, and it's uh, it's like a, it sounds like that voice modulator when it shows that person talking on the news and their face is blacked out. You know, it's like the it's like when I first uh, <laughs> that, that that whole thing. 
So it, they, he sounds like that, but they do a whole sp- episode where it's it feels like a backdoor pilot where it's like this crazy future techno city, even though it's still the same world of the other CW characters, like all the other superheroes. But it's like some weird future city and it's like hella tech driven and he's got a katana and he basically balances himself. So it's like very much like um, it feels like I forget what it was called. The the black exploitation karate movies, like the very like, you know, funky black. black uh, you know what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about? Like Last Dragon type stuff, I think. Um, so it, it goes on that. It kind of takes that influence or at least I feel like it takes that influence in terms of like. Uh, them going in that karate style and you could tell it's like going to be a completely different show, completely different tone. And it's just going to be much more sci-fi karate-ish, uh, almost like Blade Runner world practically. And it's still weird. Cause it's like, Oh, this is the same place that has flash Supergirl and all the others and stuff. But this also exists too. And potentially that could be a show that comes out of it, but you could tell they were running out of stuff too, because that they, he started becoming more of a, a dominant character in the show in like the second half after they reintroduced him with that episode. And he's a good character. It's just, you could tell that that was another reason they were kind of running out of steam there, but they did a good finish. It was very abrupt, albeit it was a very abrupt finish. And luckily, also Black Lightning will come back in the crossovers too, which he definitely should because he's a part of that CW Justice League that they did establish. Uh, and eventually, they could put his daughters in it too. Eventually, uh, that'd be cool. But yeah, just interesting. Glad they ended it before it got bad. If only they did it the Flash and Supergirl, which I think it's Supergirl's last season. But they're you know Flash is still going. And if you ever look at the clips of Flash now, dude. Look at not the clips they have now, and it looks so like you're like, how yeah. is this show still alive? How so, are they still going with this? I stopped watching The Flash when they got to the Savitar season, which was like several seasons ago. That was season. I want to say four, three or four, because season one was Reverse Flash. Season two was uh, Doctor Zoom. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Zoom. Season three was either Savitar was either season three or four. Maybe yeah. I just like. It became really clear to me that all of the like the only villains that they were pulling out to be like the main villain for the season was like another speedster. Yeah. And they just they just keep doing that. So it the show ended up feeling very sceney. I also thought it was like really annoying that they they early on tried to be like, oh, no, Emma's not going to turn into Emma Frost and and Cisco's not going to turn into uh vibe or whatever uh reverb <laughs> but like then they did and it's just i don't know i it just yeah i don't know i i got i really liked the flash for the first couple seasons but i very quickly fell off of it and same with uh supergirl i liked the first few seasons but like kind of stopped avatar was season three okay oh okay man then i fell off of that show way sooner than i thought i did yeah wait when the fuck was was the thinker season four i don't even know anymore how many fucking things were there shit that's so much i know they eventually included godspeed and then they also added like made wally west another like a speedster which i know that happens in the comics but it's just like everything it's it's a weird thing to complain about that like oh the flash is all about speedsters but it's like no you expect the the flash show to be about the flash not that like everyone can run fast in this show 
Yeah. And I dude, there's so many seasons now. I didn't even realize I didn't realize it's been that many seasons already since post uh Oh, they haven't started season eight yet. Okay. Oh, that starts this November. Jesus Christ. I'm good. I'm good off that show. Yeah, yeah no, because you watch the if you look at the battle style they do in the new ones, it looks so like cartoonish. It like like mm. it, it feels like there's no budget anymore, practically. Someone showed someone like it's like to the point where I get sent videos of it as jokes and I'm like, oh fuck. I'm, I'm like, I don't watch the show anymore. I'm glad, thank God. That- that's sad yeah kind of i guess Uh, it's like there's good dc shows but cw is a specific place where it just doesn't it's one of those things where they just need to end it at a certain point it's like three after three or four seasons you need to stop the show and you can move on to another character or if you do want to do the show it's like i've said before cw shows are way too fucking long where you make them like 18 to 22 episode seasons and they're all like an hour long and there's so much filler and bullshit in them that it feels like there's nothing going on. That's why I said, like, if they wanted to do something good, they should take so many fucking notes from Netflix Marvel. Like, yeah. make it 13 episodes max. And, like, that's why Black Lightning was so good. It was so condensed into 13 episodes and it got its shit done and it maintained itself to where Black Lightning was never a bad show. It was a consistently good show. They did that with Black Lightning. They could do that with Flash and Supergirl. Make it 13 episodes and all that budget you'd have in 22, put that into the 13. Now you have higher quality episodes and you have a more condensed show where it's going to be enough of the main storyline and you could still put filler in there, but now it's going to be higher quality filler and it won't be as much and it'll make a lot more sense. But, you know, yeah. fuck me, right? You don't listen to what I'm thinking. <laughs> so... Good job, CW. Good job. Good job. And uh, last thing, very quickly, I watched a movie called Komodo, where people go to an island where there's a bunch of Komodo dragons that get mutated because, like, a green barrel of mutation shit gets dropped somewhere, and they all eat it. So now they're just really strong Komodo dragons that are running around this island. This is not Godzilla movie? (laughs) No, this is Komodo movie. (laughs) Okay. It's hella funny because this kid, when he's young, gets uh, his parents just get eaten by these Komodo dragons. And then he leaves and he comes back when he's older with like his therapist and his aunt that watches over him. And they're like, you need to, uh, the therapist's like, you need to conquer your fear. So they go there. The aunt gets killed immediately by like a Komodo dragon. It's <laughs> like, hey, look, you're, uh, the trauma you faced is back again for you. And it took your aunt, who's been the only other person that was your family that raised you and, like, looked out for you and now is dead. And he literally leaves and goes full fucking jungle. Jungle boy. Okay. Like, he, he starts, like, using spears or some shit to kill him. It's like, it's basically, it's his mind, I guess, coping to where he needs to conquer his trauma. And to do so is to go basically savage and attack the Komodo dragons. And it's pretty funny, but like, it, it's so f- it's weird because there's that, and then there's like the people that are on the island still that are the ones that had the like the scientific research and stuff, and they can't leave because of weird shit. I can't remember. It's like they're not allowed to leave the island unless they like can figure out how to fix certain things. Otherwise, they get arrested or something. I don't know. It's a whole thing. But without talking more, there's nothing really to talk about. It's giant komodo dragons that are eating people, and they kill a bunch of them. And, like, a small, like, three of them get off the island, steal the helicopter from, like, the bad guys, quote-unquote, 
and they get back to the city and then that's it and it ends and you're just so confused because the way it ends you're thinking wait was that it wait this was actually it <laughs> that was the movie and then it ends and you go that was the movie okay um what the fuck <laughs> that's it it's so weird it's such a random movie uh, i wouldn't recommend it necessarily like it's it's weird like it's a, it's another drinking movie i would say you just watch it if you want a weird komodo dragon movie to to see but it's short it just kind of happens and then is done and you just kind of leave scratching your head and going well i mean it happened i can guarantee you you'll probably forget this movie in a month like you'll watch it and it'll leave your mind that one anything about it to the fact that you did watch it and you'll go did i watch that and you won't know like that's kind of how that movie was oh wow okay yep and uh if you got one last one before we wrap up here yeah uh i think we might have enough time to talk about um i did it the the other thing we wanted to talk about that was on our shared list of things was uh love death and robots oh boy which i don't remember like every single one of the shorts that uh came out Uh, you know what I, i might bring it up on uh bring up my netflix uh subscription just to like look at the episode list but like there's definitely a few that like stuck out to me and just I thought like, it was very very hit or miss yeah there's also definitely some shorts that like just don't play for me like the one that was like the weird time loop of like the the girl running in like clearly someone was trying to kill her and like someone else like was oh and it ends to... with then it reverses where yeah. she sees him and now she has to go kill that guy yeah and like that was super interesting i guess but like i was so weirded out by the the animation style for that episode like i really couldn't tell if it was live action and just with very stylized like stuff on top of the live action footage or if it was like just really detailed cg but with like a heavy filter on it to make it look like it's realistic i don't know so that one was weird um the one in like the first uh batch of episodes that really stuck out to me was um was it the freezer? Uh, no, I don't remember the, the freezer. The, the one that I'm thinking of was like the guy who was like stuck in a virtual world. And like it turned out that he his ship like jumped to a place oh. like outside the galaxy. And there was like a thing there that was trying to like take care of him and was like, listen, I may not be the person that you think I am, but I do care for you and I am trying to take care of you, but like you wouldn't like what I actually look like. And he's like, anything would be better than this lie. Like, I just want to see the truth. And then it does reveal like what the reality actually is like. And it's like a horror, like nightmare scape. And the thing that's been like fucking with him, not even fucking with him, but like keeping him in that delusion the whole time is this like, horrifying well animated monster with like a bajillion eyes and uh, and like it literally breaks him and just like it has to put him back into the simulation to try to like try again and it's just like that kind of stuff really stuck with me where it's just like this is super creepy and just like oh ice age yeah that was the one that was like oh that did have a uh, live Topher action Grace. stuff yeah and it had Topher Grace in it and it was like wasn't it also uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead too oh yeah and they're just like it that one reminded me of that like simpsons episode where um 
Or the Lisa... South Park episode with the sea monkeys. Oh yeah, the South Park episode. I I think this is like a play off of a. Um... Oh wait, that was the whole. That episode was the Simpsons did it episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. And I think the Simpsons were parodying an old episode of um, the Twilight Zone. I could be wrong because that was a, a treehouse. I wouldn't be shocked. Episode. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, I like the uh, the Ice Age uh, thing where they just like they find like a civilization in their fridge and it ends with them like getting nuked and like Tober Grace has like a sunburn. I love, yeah, he's just like, I don't know, I hurt that sung yeah. a little bit. Oh, and like fun. the yogurt that took over the world. It, like some of these were really short. Like the yogurt that took over the world was like six minutes and it's literally just like somehow at some point there was like a sentient culture of like bacteria in a yogurt cup and it learned how to communicate and it somehow like fixed human society <laughs> it did a better job with humanity than humans did it was ridiculous and then like, it had did, no it had no uh it wasn't really as greedy yeah and like didn't all the yogurt then like leave or something like that it's just like and they're waiting for the yogurt to come back or something yeah god that's yeah, so funny so weird uh there was also the um which one was the old people with the robots that oh, kind of it's that? like oh your vacuum cleaner's trying to kill you <laughs> oh like, yeah that was super funny that was pretty good uh the the one that i probably was my favorite of the first season was sunny's edge which was like the uh the people that would uh like mentally jack into their like death robots or like their their uh um, oh that was interesting their creatures that they genetically modified to it was basically like uh robot wars but like yeah you you weren't just building a robot you could build like anything including like a biological thing and you would just like kind of matrix style jack your brain into this thing and control it that way and then like i loved the revelation that like the the reason why this one fighter is so good at like winning every time is like not because she's super good at controlling her beast but because like the beast is actually her real form like she when she's outside the ring and she's controlling her human body like that's the puppet and just like so that's why like there's no latency or anything she's like she is that creature and i just thought that was super interesting and cool yeah that was really cool uh that i gotta be honest there wasn't much of the second season that super the the farm family with the the aliens that attack Remember, remember the the farm the farms with the mechs that fight the aliens and it's oh like a, yeah that was that was really, really cool. good that was a that was a really good one i think that was my second favorite one was that one and it's like uh they, i love because they have to always deal with it and then you see what's outside of the farm world and it's covered in the aliens and they, they just yeah. always have to it's like the whole thing with the real estate or something they're like oh yeah okay. they sold us this land and we didn't know there was xenomorphs basically the whole time here Oh my god! And I totally forgot about the Santa Claus thing, the all through the house episode. Uh, short. Oh, the creepy demon one. Yeah, and it's like it turns out like this horrifying, terrible monster is like Santa Claus, and it's like it has all the qualities of Santa Claus, where like it can tell if kids are good or not, and like I love just like it corners those two kids, and they're like shitting themselves. They're so terrified, and it's just like it smells like both of them, and it's just like good and it just like vomits up like a present to give them or something and it's like a- after it leaves they're like what if we were bad 
<laughs> yeah, that was actually horrifying to think about that. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. But then, like, another one of the shorts in the second season that stuck with me was the there tall was... grass one. Where, oh. Where, like, the, the guy gets off the train the and train? The, the conductor is just like, yeah, just don't go too far or whatever. And the guy, like, for whatever reason, he wanders off into the tall grass because he, like, sees something. And he's like, oh, I'll just I'll go check that out for a second. And then he gets lost. And there's all these, like creepy zombie things in the in the uh tall grass and it's like trying to keep him from getting back from to the train and he finally gets back and the, the conductor he he like is asking the conductor like what the hell was that like what what did i just experience and he's like oh yeah we don't know why but sometimes this train just like stops in this exact position and the these things we think are maybe people who just got lost in the tall grass and never came back and yeah he could have been one of them and it's just super that was super creepy and yeah. i so one thing I, I really like about uh love death and robots overall is just like i like that it's it has such a variety of animation styles and well you know what's and you know what the big influence is right uh animatrix uh, no heavy metal oh i could see that yeah, it's it's very uh, influenced by heavy metal because it's like, you know, the magazine and everything else. It's all these random yeah. stories and artists and stuff. So each one feels completely different. And I think actually that's what Animatrix was influenced by, too, is heavy metal. I could uh, see that. Extent. Yeah. Uh, but there was one that was the best one that I wish there was an actual show of because it was so fucking cool. Which one? The Russians. During World War Two, fighting the demons. Oh, I don't remember which one that was. Oh, I also liked the drowned giant at the end, but that was that one was just like fucking weird. Or it's just yeah, like, what weird. if a giant body showed up on the beach? Wait, wait, you don't remember the? Oh, all right, right now, right now, go on YouTube silently and just look up uh, "Love, Death, and Robots: Russian War" or something, and see, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, because I'm sure I would recognize it if I saw it. It's just it's been a, such a long time since I watched all these, and like because they're so short and you can get through them so quickly, they kind of blend into uh, to, into each other, and I just. I just get the overall impression that like this is a really cool anthology show, but like some of them kind of blend together. Yeah, so like I said, it's very hit or miss. Um, that's why I was like, I wasn't, I didn't come out of it very. Ha- I wasn't like, oh man, that was great. I was just kind of like, eh, every time I saw something good, then it was something that I was like, whatever about right after. So it kind of kept me. Very oh even. yeah, the the werewolves thing. Oh shit, that was super cool. Yeah, so you remember the, the with like all the fucking demons and shit. Yeah. Yeah, that was that one was so fucking cool. I was like, man, I wish that was longer. That was actually sad how short that was because I wanted like a whole thing out of that one where it's all these dudes end up dying, I think, except for like one person because he gets away to tell them the message or something. Yeah, that was so fucking cool. That was like the best one for sure. Okay, so this one isn't the werewolf one. I just I know there was a short where like there's a straight up like werewolf fight oh the werewolf soldiers yeah in afghanistan oh that, that was, was also super, one too that was also a super interesting concept for a world of like yeah like there are just like lycanthrope people that are known and like they are allowed to serve in the military but like other like regular humans don't really trust them even though it's yeah like, we still want to serve our country we're literally we're here to also, help like yeah like I, th- I just thought that was a super interesting concept I like that it was just a bunch of barefoot soldiers running around because they were war werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, is that everything then, I think? Yeah, I think that's it.
I think we got it. That's a solid hour and a half, dude. We did a yeah. good job. All right. Perfect. And it didn't feel too long either because it was like, I think we had enough to talk about that it didn't yeah. go too crazy. And I knocked out, dude, that was like eight things for me. So I'm very, I'm very pleased right now. Glad I could help. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Saved my life. I'm eternally grateful. The cool thing too is a lot of these are all the Millennium Era Godzilla movies. And I could on- honestly knock that out as like one talk. Of like one thing, so that could like be uh, six yeah. for the price of one. Kind of like yeah. what I did with the Heisei movies, where I just knocked out like seven of those in once. Yeah. So, but all right, that has been Sutra Side Talk, guys. I hope you've all had a good time. You can of course uh, send us your comments, feedback, and questions at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com. You can also find that in the show notes. But of course, it's just the name of the show that you'll see on whatever platform you're listening on with at gmail.com right after. You can also follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Talk, and then follow it on TikTok now. Uh, same thing except no space. So it's just Talk one word. I think I have the link in it in here by now for TikTok. And we should hopefully have more episodes up by now if, uh, if I'm correct. And I hopefully did it. I'm not sure if I did or not. But uh, if I'm in Disney World right now, and like Universal Studios, I probably have done like some videos after certain rides, just kind of giving like, oh, hey, we're in line, blah, 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 or some shit. I'm not sure. But hopefully I put those out too. We'll see if that actually had happened. You can check right now. I don't know. This is like three weeks in the future. So, or two weeks in the future, I think. Something like that. But of course, uh, you can follow James on Twitter at invadergym124. And you can follow me on Twitter at gogocomzilla. And please subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. And if it's Apple Podcast, please give us a five-star review. That would really, really help us out. But we will catch you with a regular, regularly, regularly recorded episode 117. That'll be us actually that week. So we'll have, that might be a more news-centric one. We'll see what happens because it'll be like three weeks worth of news or like the best of well, those three weeks worth of news, depending on what's relevant or not. I mean, to be fair, at, at the time of recording, Gamescom just happened. I didn't see anything good uh basically the only thing the biggest news that came out was probably like just the new dates for halo and horizon but yeah that's nothing not, there's not uh, that's not worth it that's not worth it if yeah. anything halo just showed hey look it's a console we already sold out of and then that was a giant yeah joke. that i find super that was funny a that they're joke. like that was so like, funny they're like oh hey oh, we hear you're having a hard time finding a regular xbox series x would you like a hard mode? <laughs> it's like a Do you want one that's already pre scalped? Like, <laughs> yeah. fucking. Oh my god. That was, uh, it's like, what, it's a cool looking so console, but I'm just like, dude, like, no one's going to get this. Like, not yeah. for lack of trying. <laughs> and also, surprising no one, Horizon 2 was also delayed yeah, to February. To February, like, which, okay. <laughs> I'm just, the only thing is, I'm going to be honest, if I'm going to be playing, it's like, if it comes out, I have to double check if it's the same week as Witch Queen. If it's the same as week as Witch Queen, I'm not playing Horizon. I'm going to be too busy in Destiny. I'm, I just... That's going to be a real hard choice for me. I already chose. That's not even hard for me. I thought it would be hard, but I really thought about it, and I'm like, I'm I'm going to play fucking <laughs> Destiny, bro. If if they're smart, they'll put out Horizon like two weeks before in Destiny, and I could grind it out for two weeks. And Dude, then, that's the other thing is like February is looking at all the or, delays are going there. All the delays yeah, are going to February. It's looking to be like an insane couple weeks, and it's yeah. just like ugh, I don't know. Basically, <laughs> Season of the Lost is 
all video games right now where it's like, oh, here's a six month gap between now and all the games actually coming out. So get what you can done yeah, uh, with what you can. But it's like, oh my God, I, I, I got a fat fucking backlog still. Uh, not as much on PS PlayStation. It's more like, honestly, at this point, uh, Switch, Xbox and PC. But uh, I, I got to get through all that shit. So there's going to be a lot to lot to talk about eventually. I'd say in the fall winter time for sure. But okay, guys, I'm glad we already discussed that news very quickly and out of the way. See, James, we already did it. It's done. <laughs> All, right. All right. We will catch you guys next week. So long. Thanks for listening.